Old Buds. My name's Joel, and I'm a 25-year cannabis enthusiast, and I'd like to welcome you to the Adult Cannabis Enthusiast Podcast, a place for mature conversations about cannabis and pop culture. If you want to get in touch with me on social media, I'm on both Twitter and Instagram at ACannabisPod. If you're looking for an alternate way to listen to the show, the show is currently hosted on Podbean, and you can listen to it at acannabispod.podbean.com or wherever you get your podcast fix from. Well, I have to confess, it feels a little bit weird to be sitting here solo while I'm doing the podcast recording. Normally, my trusty partner in crime, Cam, is alongside Riding Shotgun with me to bring you our weekly conversation about cannabis and pop culture. But as many of you who listened to the show last week know, Cam's made the decision to step away from the show, and going forward, we're going to be doing a little bit of retooling. In the meantime, I still want to generate some content for the community, and considering that the change in the show kind of happened a little bit abruptly, there were actually a number of cultivars I had kind of lined up in the pipeline that I wanted to review. So I figured, why not do a couple of quick hit little episodes that just cover some reviews of some cultivars that I've recently been enjoying, and share that with the community while we're retooling the show and figuring out what's going to be happening next. To be perfectly honest, I think we might be leaning towards uh, an interview format in the future. I've gotten really a lot of positive responses and a lot of contacts of folks who are interested in doing some interviews. So uh, I think that's something that will be happening in the future amongst other things, but stay tuned for more. In the past on the show, we've started things off by talking about what's been on the rolling tray in that particular week. And honestly, I think that's something that I'd like to continue on with as I do the podcast here, because... I think that's something that's really telling, you know, what are you smoking in an individual week? What are you enjoying? What's been good? What's been doing it for you is a good thing to kind of share with the community. And I think that's a a nice kind of value add to our show uh, to add some kind of corporate lingo to the mix. So this week, I've been enjoying a lot of different things. As medical patients will know, Shelter Market had a massive sale this week, 25% off to celebrate their one year anniversary on March 17th. I know some folks from Shelter listen to the show, so congratulations, guys. We as patients are really thrilled to have access to what you're providing, and we're really grateful for the hard work and the great customer service that you provide. So keep things up. We're, we're, we're rooting for you, and we're really happy to celebrate one year. With that 25% off discount, I decided not to go as crazy as I have with some of the other Shelter sales in the past. I kind of wanted to focus my purchasing on things that I really enjoyed and I really want to have uh, around in abundance. And I decided to lean into two specific cultivars and that was the Planet of the Grapes by Hearst Organic. So I picked up an ounce of that. We recently reviewed that on the uh, last episode with Cam's final review. We really, really like that particular cultivar. It's got such a wonderful grapey flavor that uh, having an ounce of it was just a no-brainer. While it's a lower THC point, this is an example of a high terpene content and great moisture making for really excellent cannabis. So the Planet of the Grapes, I picked up an ounce of that. And uh, another favorite of mine is the Red Congolese by Gnome Star Craft. And this got sold out really quickly. And from uh, conversations that I've had with Dr. Earl Oliver from Gnome Star Craft, he said that they were kind of surprised at the popularity of this and are frantically trying to grow more. And it looks like around May or June, we, we should see some more Red Congolese at the market. Apparently, this batch was supposed to be slated for pre-rolls and they decided to sell them as smalls instead. So uh, those of us patients who are 
big fans of the Red Congolese. I know there's a few of us out there, a few that listen to the show and a few that follow the Twitter. We were really thrilled to be able to get our hands on some Red Congolese. And I've been having a ton of that on my rolling tray this week once it showed up. I actually went with the Purilator option for shipping this time. And I think I had it within, I don't know, 36 hours or something like that. I actually had the cannabis in my hand. Just a big difference between that and Canada Post, but we all like free shipping. So we try to avoid that as much as possible. In addition to that, I have been enjoying the dank dough that our good local friend, Comrade Bubba hooked Cam and I up with, and uh, that's been on my rolling tray as well. And then Shelter, this isn't on my rolling tray yet, but Shelter dropped uh, some really exciting hash products on Friday. So I ended up deciding to pick a few of those up. They're, they're products that are made by some of some folks who are pretty legendary in the industry. So I'm excited to really kind of dive in and, and try those when they show up. I didn't pay for shipping on that. So we'll see what kind of uh, frequency we get that with. But I, I did get some of the, uh, the Hank hash, the pressed hash, in addition to a bit of the Mac one bubble hash. So really stoked to try that out. And since I was putting in an order to get things up to free shipping, I grabbed a, a few eights of some ones that I've been meaning to sample. So the Vert West Motor Breath, the Craft Wedding Cake from the East Coast, and the Cherry Cobbler that's uh, at Shelter Market right now. So I've got those things on the way. So some more things that I'll be talking about in the future, but things I'm excited to see show up for me. So to keep this short and sweet, I think I'll just start diving into the review. I know a lot of folks listen to the show for the review portions as well. So I figured this would be kind of a nice little thing to do while we're working on the adjustments to the show now. This week, I decided to take a look at the Critical Bilbo from Palm Gardens. This is one that's kind of been on my rolling tray for about a month now. I picked it up in a recent shelter market sale and I was pretty excited to try it. I wanna say 420 investing, on Twitter, good old Cap G was the one who kind of turned me on to this one. And, and uh, I think he took was one of the initial folks to take a flyer on it. And uh, I was quite impressed. It's it's really interesting and different. And that's what kind of got my attention. What it kind of reminded me of a little bit was the Red Congolese from Gnome Star Craft. And now that I have the two together, they're were quite different, actually, but that's what my initial notes were that it, that the critical Bilbo kind of reminded me of kind of a very unique kind of scent and aroma that was interesting, not in a negative sense in any way. It was just different than the other kinds of stereotypical cannabis aromas that you can get a scent of when you're doing there. So in terms of the statistics for the Palm Gardens critical Bilbo, we're looking at 21.9% THC is what my batch rolled in at a 2.41% terpene percentage so pretty solid there the dominant terps were beta myrcene transcaryophylline our good friend farnazine which maybe explains why i like this so much um, farnazine is one of my favorite terpenes uh, and then of course the the rest would have been made up by the ubiquitous other terpenes uh, and the lineage for this one is skunk number one in afghani which uh, again probably lends itself to why i like it so much because those are both cultivars that i quite enjoy so the little baby that they've been put together is quite fantastic. Now, this is another company that we like to support because they're one of the small guys. That's one of the really great benefits of being able to have your prescription with Shelter Market is that you get access to these smaller companies that you can support rather than some of the big cannabis conglomerates that are out there. So that's something that we've always liked to do on the show. We like to support small business and we have 
always kind of found that the smaller batch cultivation seems to be where you find the quality cannabis. And anytime you see a family-owned company like Palm Gardens, that's really wonderful. They're Western Canadian-based as well, which is nice for me out here in British Columbia. They're Alberta-based in uh, Edmonton, I believe. And the way that they're growing their cannabis is in a soil-based medium. So that's what we're looking at in terms of the statistics for Palm Gardens and for the Critical Bilbo. Overall, it's kind of a product that I wanted to support. The visuals on it were quite nice. The buds weren't necessarily uh, heroes because I picked up a smalls batch. So I don't know that I can really give a good attestation to what uh, it looked at. I bought the smalls because it's a little bit more economical, but they weren't tiny by any means. They were uh, like average size buds that you'd purchase on the recreational market. They were nice green buds, uh, like a, kind of a, a really interesting look to them. I would say that they were a touch dry and I don't, say that in an overly negative sense. It didn't impact me. Uh, I had it in a couple joints and it was fine that way. The dryness wasn't making anything overly harsh. Uh, and in the vape, it was very smooth. So no complaints about that. I believe this, this was a first run. So typically you'll find that that first run is drying out a little bit more than the cultivators would like just because of the way that things have to progress through the distribution system due to the Health Canada regulations. I really enjoyed the effects of this strain. The way I kind of looked at it was that it was kind of like a, a happy, positive, giggly strain with a really strong head high. So it, it hits you right between the eyes and gets you in a really happy mood and you're kind of chuckly with a bit of the giggles. And what it kind of reminded me of is Grandpa's Stash, which I believe has a really similar lineage. So that, that kind of lines up in terms of why those those two felt a bit similar to me. In terms of the aromas itself, I found it was kind of sweet, peppery with some earthy notes. It wasn't overly strong like this, but there was a bit of floral that I would say would mixed in. And it kind of combines to make this unique aroma that goes there. In terms of the taste, when I put it in the vaporizer, it was quite similar. I don't know that I picked up any flavors in the smoke necessarily, but they, it, it did translate to a really good joint. In terms of the categorization that we like to put things on the show in terms of what you would use this cultivar for or what Cam had previously described on the show as its cannabis use value, we like to call this one a super stone strain. So this one kind of gets you really, really, really high. It makes you feel good. You're in a positive mood but it's not going to be something that's really productive. Uh, we're talking about 22% THC. So that adds to the hits and the Terps are, are pretty good too. So you're not going to be getting a lot done. What I would recommend for this strain to accompany it is kind of that media consumption situation. I think you might be a little bit too high to play video games maybe, or at least anything that's too involving or requiring you to pay a ton of attention, but uh, sitting back with some music, or um, watching a movie or your, your favorite TV show with your partner, uh, even kind of chilling out and relaxing in a, in a hot tub might be kind of a nice way to enjoy this. So I think overall, the uh, Critical Bilbo is something that I would consider to be a buy. I am going to pick it up again. It is in that craft upper range. So on Shelter Market, I believe it goes at regular price for about 40 bucks an eight. That's something that's difficult to keep in the regular rotation because there's honestly a lot of competition at that level. But I think that this is something that I would pick up again, particularly once there's another gap between when I can get my hands on some more red Congolese. So uh, Critical Bilbo, there's definitely some wizardry going on here. And if you want to take an adventure without leaving the Shire, I think this is the one for you.
So thanks for listening to this short little review episode of the Adult Cannabis Enthusiast podcast. We're in a bit of flux right now as I transition with Cam leaving into the show and working out some new ideas and concepts that we're going to be checking out. I still would love to hear any of your feedback. So if you want to reach out to me on social media, I'm at a cannabis pod. I'm running the Instagram account now for Cam as well as the Twitter account, which I've been uh, running since the beginning of the show. So I'd love to hear from you. If you want to talk about interview ideas, if you want to be interviewed, on the show. I'm not just talking about industry people. This is a cannabis community show. I'd love to hear from anybody. If you think you have something, if you just like to hang out and shoot the shit about weed with me for uh, an episode, I'd love to hear about that. So honestly, get in touch. I'm really grateful for all you guys sticking around and checking out the show going forward. I'm really excited about the possibilities. And while I'm sad to see my good friend step away from the show, I want to wish him nothing but the best. And I'm really grateful for the time that we had working together. So again, thanks for listening. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Take care out there.